Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about overexertion. How much exercise is too much? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really appreciate you being here. We always like to make sure that we thank you for checking out these episodes. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun talking about uh, the topics over the past year, or more than a year, actually, mm -hmm. and uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us. Um, as always, we have a great topic. We're talking about overexertion today. And uh, coming in from some uh, comments that, uh, Meredith, you've spoken with some people and uh, this kind of this topic has kind of come up. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that today. But before we do that, just want to uh, give you a friendly reminder to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our uh, kind of our hub for all of our workouts, our podcasts, um, our mini audio series called Motivation with Meredith. Um, we have all of our... Uh, uh, an opportunity for you to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every week. We send out all of our latest and greatest updates there. And then also a chance to check out our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a custom plan designed by Meredith for you, around built around your fitness goals, your fitness levels, specifically for you. And uh, we've had some, thankfully, we've had a lot of success with being able to get some plans out and um, helping people get moving and uh, motivated to exercise. So, um with that all being said, we are jumping into our topic today. We're talking about overexertion and uh, how mm -hmm. much exercise is too much. Right. Um, and we've kind of mm -hmm. touched on this before in previous podcasts, but Meredith, what, what brought up the idea of talking about overexertion today? Well, speaking with um, one of our viewers and participants in workouts, uh, she told me about how she overexerted herself and that her way of overexerting was she did um, workouts that were too intense for her. There are different ways you can overexert yourself. I'm sure we'll get into those. But hers happened to be she just did too many um, intense movements. And I liked her quote. It was in her head. She was 35, but her body is 73. Mm -hmm. So when we yep. talked about that, and that's, I mean, I, I think we all do that. And I, there are so many people I have spoken with, not just seniors. I mean, myself included, even though I'm getting older and older, I still think that I can do things that I did in the past. But I, I talked with a lot of seniors who that is kind of a big, big thing. But when she brought it up and, and stated it the way she did, I said, okay, I got to write this down. We got to find a way to bring this up and, and pull it into a podcast somehow. Because that is, um, I think, more of the norm than not. We uh, have a tendency in our brain think that we're still much younger and want to, go into the word, overexert ourselves mm -hmm. because we don't think about the ramifications. What's the impact going to be on our body? <clears throat> sure, I'll <clears throat> excuse me. try and lift really, really heavy weights or I'll try and go for a run, but then think about the long term and what it does to you after the fact. So in this case, the person I was speaking with whom had the brain thought of 35, but body said, no, I'm 73, ended up getting very injured, which ended up taking her out of commission for a while, which put her into a bad place mentally because she was so used to working out all the time. And then it got mentally um, 
upsetting for her in the fact that she thought, why can't I do that anymore? I used to be able to do um, this type of workout she was doing was a very um, intense with mountain climbers, burpees, things on the floor, things Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. nature. Finding out that she ended up hurting her back and her shoulder, um, leading to other things, which was a fall and a sprained ankle, all because of overexertion, thinking that we can do uh, more than we can. So, yeah, so that was how this came about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with your experiences in working with, again, people of all ages, um, not just seniors, but many, many generations, uh, overexertion or thinking that you can do something that you used to be able to do, but in reality you can't. Is that a common right. mindset for a lot of people who yes. maybe, <laughs> especially when they just either start working out or getting back into it? Yes. And even over time, I mean, I think you learn to know what your body can and can't do, but you still want to be able to do what you did before. That's a, that's a normal feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing um, because we can remember our quote-unquote heyday when we used to be able to do the things that we thought you know, we were amazing at doing. But um, we do have to remember that we can't, our bodies are not made to continually do movements like that for, um, for our entire lives, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, we do know that, but it's difficult for us to scale back. But I remember working with um, 80, 90 plus year olds who would say that same thing. They didn't put it into a number, but they say in my brain, I just feel so young. I don't, you know, it's very difficult for me to, I remember one instance, a gentleman, he just wanted to refuse um, while doing therapy to use a walker because he said in my brain, I'm like 20 something. I mean, Mm. what? I can't use a walker, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it was necessary for him. He had knee replacement surgery. He um, was not doing well physically. It was the best thing for him to keep him safe, but it is difficult to, um, come to terms of reality basically as we age. And again, I, I, I do the same thing and I'm not even, you know, I'm halfway there to some of their ages. And I think, man, I used to be able to do fill in the blank, right? So many things. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's very frustrating when you can't do them anymore. Your body responds differently and it just doesn't allow it. It becomes overexertion if we do and overexerting, meaning we get injuries. Um, we become inflamed in areas. It's an overuse thing. So over time, we just keep getting worse and worse. And then I think the worst thing is, especially people who need, who have that need to work out, it takes you out of commission. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes a snowball effect of all of the different things that occur to that person at that point, mentally, physically, things like that. Mm-hmm. So overexerting ourselves, um, what are we, what are we risking? Uh, what kind of injuries are we going to see? What can we, you know, what, what, what kind of danger are we putting ourselves in if we kind of take this road of, I used to be able to do this right. and I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Uh, even though that was 20 years ago. Right. You know, what, what are we risking here? Um, well, we did a little search on overexertion and the definition on one of the sites. And it says, occurs when you can push yourself too hard physically. It's the third most common cause of accidental injuries in the U.S. And the main places, the main injuries occur in shoulders, back, and knees. However, they can happen anywhere. 
I mean, I've seen things as simple as someone trying to turn their neck too far um, and hurting their neck. So it can happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be lifting groceries or you're moving and you're trying to pick up a box and you end up hurting yourself um, because we think I should be able to do that. That's overexertion. It doesn't have to just be in your um, actually planned exercise. It can be when you're going out for a walk, when you're taking groceries out of the out of your back of your car, um, anything, anything really. Mm-hmm. So remember that that can occur anywhere. Overexertion is not just in like an exercise class, trying to lift heavy dumbbells or do a step that you don't normally do, things like that. Right, <clears throat> right. I, I know with um, with men, and I've seen this before, um, <clears throat> where men will have a long period of time where they have not gone to the gym or lifted right. weights. <laughs> And they'll come into the gym and try to lift something that, you know, a 55-pound dumbbell yeah. when they should be starting with a 20-pound. Yes. Um, but because that was something that they used to be able to do before, that's kind of where their mindset is. I'm yeah. still at that, where I can still lift, curl a 55-pound. Uh-huh. I mean, is there a difference between men's mentality and women's mentality when it I, comes to that kind of overexertion? Yes. I think I've seen that in classes when I'll have um, dumbbells, and they go up to like 10 pounds, and there's only a couple that are 10 pounds, you know, that I have available. I have lots of twos, threes, fives, a couple eights, things like that. But where where are the heavy dumbbells? Mm-hmm. Like we're doing lots of repetition. We're doing a class setting. Plus, have you worked out in a while? <laughs> and it's usually the men that are looking for those, you know, I need 15, 20 plus pound uh, each dumbbells. And well, that's not what we're going to use in class. And then they realize quickly that they're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were available, unfortunately, they probably would pick them up quickly and find out that... That was not a good choice, <laughs> and hopefully that wasn't due to injury. Um, but a lot of times when we do start doing things, especially in a group setting, our mind says, I can't put this down and go to something lighter now because now everyone will see that yeah. I can't do it. Therefore, you'll keep pushing yourself, and that will come to an overuse injury. You'll do something in the wrong movement and hurt yourself because um, of improper form. Or just the fact that you're using something that's way too heavy for that muscle and you can strain your muscle or mm-hmm. tendon or ligament. You can do a number of things. So, yeah, I do I do see that mentality with men a lot. With women, it comes more to um, they were able to do, especially cardio stuff, they were able to do it for this amount of time and now I feel like I get um, winded easily. I can't do my aerobic capacity, cardiovascular strength. It's not as high as it was. Mm -hmm. Then they're pushing themselves to kind of do like run walks and then realizing their body shouldn't be running anymore or doing the high intensity workouts that they were doing. Um, But yeah, women, especially older, seem to be more cardiovascular. um, Their thought patterns go towards that when men are weightlifting kind of thing and that's just because back in the past a lot of women didn't lift weights Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just wasn't a a thing we did house cleaning and picked up heavy kids and things like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah women in their 70s 80s 90s didn't really go hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310.
I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Gyms and lift weights, so... Yeah. yeah, for the most part. I'm not going to say everyone. <laughs> so don't write me and say, I did. I hope a lot of women did. But <laughs> most that I've spoken with did not. <laughs> um, what about the, the, the people who do exercise on a regular basis, um, you know, pretty evenly, pretty consistently? Right. Is overexertion a, um, a factor for them as well? Definitely. Um, because it becomes an overuse. A lot of times we know what we can do, let's say, um, but then we are trying to get better, trying to reach a goal, whether it's lifting heavier weights, getting to a certain weight, um, being able to do a cardio move or, you know, workout for this amount of time, whatever it is, um, or even getting so many steps in per day, something as simple as that. Um, we can overdo it for our body. Our body does need rest. And as we get older, it's very, very important for us to remember. There are lots of other things that are going on inside of our body that pushing it <laughs> um, doesn't necessarily make it get better. And it's not going to do anything faster than we when we were younger. Mm -hmm. So it actually is more prone to injury because of the weakness of the muscles, even if we work out every day, they're still atrophying at a rapid rate, unfortunately. Um, our bones are getting weaker, even if we work out every day. We just have to remember these things. Um, remembering to keep that proper diet in the middle of things. A lot of times I've seen older people, they're pushing themselves, pushing themselves with these workouts, but neglecting the kitchen part, you know, where's the nutrition coming from? Mm, what are they eating? Mm -hmm. They're still not eating properly. Yeah. So I think a lot of overuse, which is overexertion, um, can occur even with people who are avid workout people, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> it's not just something that people who haven't worked out for a while, it's right. for them. it could happen to anybody. Really. It can happen to anyone at any age. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and you've kind of already started touching on this, but uh, what are, what, what tips do you have for someone, for anyone to kind of avoid overexertion or at least find the point, the balancing point to where we're getting enough exercise, we're not overdoing it, and people who are just starting out again, how to find their tipping point? Right. <laughs> what, what, what advice do you have? So I probably start with just remember that our body is a certain age. It doesn't mean once you get to, let's say, 85 that you have to stop things. Your brain is still a functioning thing that's telling your body what it can do, not what it should do, um, not what it used to be able to do. So just remember that if you've been an avid working out type person, you exercise all the time, to listen to your body. Most of the people who have worked out most of their lives, they remember how they listened to their body in the past. If there was a day that something didn't feel good, um, 
you knew to take it easy on that body part. A lot of times we don't want to listen to that little cue that our brain is telling us as we get older because we feel like we're going to go backwards so quickly. And yes, unfortunately, the the less we work out as we get older, the quicker it is to go downhill, so to speak. But one day of not working a certain body part, say upper body because your shoulder is really bothering you, is not going to put you out of commission forever. Um, so just remember to listen to your body, whether you're someone who works out all the time, and if you're someone who has not been working out all the time, of course listen to your body, but slow and steady. Go into it with the mentality of, I'm doing this to grow stronger over time. Mm -hmm. um, and go in lightweight um, workouts that aren't very long. See how your body parts respond. And when I say that, I'm not like, how does your bicep feel after you do 10 bicep curls, two sets? Um, how do your knees feel after you went for a two-mile walk when only you've been doing one and a half miles prior? How do your hips feel? How do your hip flexors feel? Um, how do your shoulders feel? Um, all, you know, listening to cues in the body, not just what hurts because of I lifted something for that area of the body. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest thing is really just stepping back, remembering that our body is a certain age. We need to give it time. Um, and to take everything slowly, whether or not you've been working out for a long time. Uh, easier said than done, I know. I've done it many times. I go, why does my shoulder hurt? Because I was trying to lift way too heavy and I did 20 sets or, you know, something like that because I'm trying to get my shoulder stronger, whatever it is. And then I go, oh yeah, I guess I shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even when I was 20, I shouldn't have done that. That's not good for the body. We could have hurt our body when we were in our teens and 20s and we're still feeling those ramifications to this day, no matter what our age is. So remember that as well. Um, but yeah, just taking things slow and remembering that we need to properly hydrate and give the proper nutrients to our body so it can grow everything stronger. And that's how we're going to help get stronger. Mm -hmm. um, time off is actually helpful. It doesn't necessarily hurt you if you're putting in the work the other days. Yeah, and, and you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but um, we talk about nutrition and replenishing. Right. Um, you know, what's the what role does that play in keeping our bodies healthy so that we don't, or if we do push ourselves a little bit, we at least have that, um, you know, uh, safety net of right. keeping ourselves healthy through nutrition. Yeah. Uh, is that a big factor in it as well? Oh, it's huge. Because even if you do get, say you get an injury, if you've already taught yourself how to properly... Um, feed your and fuel your body, it's going to help you in the long run <clears throat> while you're trying to get better, um, while you're trying to make a comeback, so to speak. Um, if Even if you're laid out, you're out of commission, if you've taught yourself how to eat properly, that's going to help you um, just maintain <laughs> mm -hmm. even because I know it's it's easy to go backwards when everything goes downhill, so to speak. You can start just kind of giving in to everything. But if you've taught your brain, your mind, to know how you should be eating, how you respond to different nutrients that you give it, um, and know that food is fuel at the end of the day, <laughs> um, then that's a, that will help you in the long run and get better if you do have an injury or you get sick. Um, make sure you're fueling it correctly in order to get better mm -hmm. and you'll get better quicker.
<laughs> yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. They do. Uh, and and same with rest. Oh, definitely. Yes. Um, it's funny because I've this person I'm speaking about when I said they had um, the brain said this age, the body said this age, told her that a rest day is necessary and to do just some light stretching on that day, especially if you're trying to slowly um, work your way back up to a certain place. And this person went... Wait, what? I, I don't. I don't know if there's such thing as a rest day. I don't know. Just stretching. I, I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, no. I mean, you can go for a nice leisurely walk or something like that. Enjoy the outside. Something. I have to go at a fast pace. I can't just leisurely walk. Like, oh no. You know, it's it's difficult to put in our brains that we. It's okay to slow down. It won't hinder. Um, all the progress that you've made. And it's very scary to slow down because we think we won't be able to recoup it back, even if it's just for a day. And Mm. I sometimes think that a lot of times if I get sick or I'm down for a day or two, I think that's my body telling me because otherwise I'm not going to let it stop. I'm not going to let it slow down. I think sometimes we're forced to slow down and we don't want it to happen that way. Um, We don't want it to be due to illness. Sometimes we cannot prevent that, obviously. But sometimes our illness can come from overexertion, Mm -hmm. Um, both mentally and physically. The body tells us, and definitely from overuse and getting injuries. We do not want to be laid out for those any of those three reasons or more. So, yeah, we just have to remember those rest days are just as vitally important as those work days. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I, I think these are great tips, uh, especially if you are coming back into exercising after a long period off. Um, right. It's hard to tame that ego, right? Yes. <laughs> it's hard to it kind of is. get past that. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with going from that 55-pound dumbbell to the 20-pound. No, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with going from the 55 down to the 5. You're still working yeah. your muscles and you're still getting them involved and that's still going to help them grow if you give them the proper rest that they need in between each workout and um, you'll still gain from there. You can Just because you get older does not mean you can't lift heavier. You just have to give the body time to grow again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, all great tips. And hopefully if you are out there, like we've mentioned early, uh, uh, earlier, or if you know someone who's wanting to get into exercising, maybe for the first time in their lives, um, and uh, you know you don't really know what your body, uh, your mm-hmm. body's tipping point is yet, uh, right. great advice, Meredith, to go slow. Take it slow. Find out yes. where where you're uh, where you are first before exactly. you start pushing yourself. So, yeah. um, well, thanks for mm-hmm. joining us for this episode. We really appreciate your time. Uh, don't forget to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our latest updates delivered to your inbox every week. And until yeah. the next episode, we'll see you guys. Bye bye. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.